What the hell are you thinking is the show that talks about everything you thought you knew? I mean, well, not everything. We, we don't do math. But the kind of things that make the world the way it is today. Confusing, annoying, contradictory, and often extremely stupid. Join host Dave Bledsoe as he explores the past 50 years or so and explains how dumb things were then and why they're even dumber now because those things happen. You can listen every Monday morning at whatthehellpodcast.com or on your favorite podcast app. Angeles! <laughs> Spike! I'll be damned! <laughs> I taught you to always guard your perimeter. You should have someone out there. I did. I'm surrounded by idiots. What's new with you? Everything. Yeah. I come up against this Slayer yet? She's cute. Not too bright, though. Gave the puppy dog a more tortured act. Keeps her off my back when I feed. <laughs> People still fall for that Anne Rice routine. What a world. <laughs> I knew you were lying. Undead liar guy. Welcome to another episode of Boys Watching Buffy. We're just two boys watching every episode of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We are your hosts. I'm Joe Welke. I am Vance. And today is a much anticipated episode. It is season two, episode three, titled School Hard, directed by John T. Kretschmer. We've got a lot of written by credits here. We got story by Joss Whedon and David Greenwalt, teleplay by David Greenwalt. The original air date was September 29th, 1997, to an audience of 4.86 million people. And this is an episode that we've been waiting for for a while. It is the introduction of Spike, a fan favorite. It's a game changing episode. It really is. It really is. This is what people probably think about when they think about Buffy. Yeah, yeah, I mean it I mean it elevated the number the threat. Yes. The story mm-hmm. like it was just like so well done even though there are some like you know, there's some stuff going on that yeah. it's like wait, how did that happen? Mm-hmm. But it was definitely like Spike is such a more menacing villain than anyone we've seen before and charismatic as fuck and which is what you want (laughs) like yeah you just want those charismatic villains that you like you you don't like them but you want to root against them it's you know you just you love to hate them yeah like he yeah but uh there's a lot of stuff going on in this episode i took two full pages of notes which is usually it's like a page and a half sometimes less but this one, lots of stuff, lots of quotes, lots of good stuff going on here. So let's get into it, shall we, Vance? Let's do it. All right. So the episode opens up with the principal giving a speech to Buffy and a new girl named Sheila about how he's the judge, jury, and executioner, and he hates principals that want to be buddy-buddy with his students. And he is talking to them because he's trying to figure out who is the worst student in the school. (laughs) (laughs) And I already want to push back that Buffy should not even be in in this at all. Well, she shouldn't be in it at all because, like, he he goes down their, like, rap sheets. Yeah. And he's like, Sheila, you stabbed a teacher. Buffy, you burned down a gym at your last school. It's like, that's that's ancient history. Yeah, this is, like, this is the second year at this school, and she hasn't done anything. Yeah. Anything. She's gone a whole school year. He basically is like, you burned down your last school, and you are tardy and skip class. It's like, she's... In competition with the girl that stabbed a teacher? We just had an episode where two dudes were taking body parts and making Frankensteins. Like, yeah. Like, there's some what bad people the, in the school. 
What about the hyena kids that ate the last principal? Yeah, they were just, even before they became hyena kids, they were bad. Yeah, this is insanity. <laughs> like, this principal has got to be reprimanded. Like, who's watching The Watchers, you know? Like, he is off, he just has a personal vendetta against Buffy yeah. for seemingly no reason other than her quote-unquote permanent record. Yeah. But uh, in order to punish these horrible, horrible, horrible students. He doesn't know people can change. <laughs> yeah. He thinks that it would be a great idea to put these two students in charge of the parent-teacher conferences, which is something I've never heard of. But like in students, students it, are never in charge of that kind of shit. Two two of your worst students are in charge of setting up for the parent teacher meetings. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Like you think this is going to go well, even if like, like I guess that he's like trying to get them like some responsibility or put some. I I don't know. I, he didn't even it, pair them with like good students. Or anything no. like he's just like, hey, you're two, you're two of the worst students I've ever met in my life. This person might stab you, Buffy. Um, yeah. Good luck. Try making punch for the <laughs> phone calls to get tables. What? Yeah. I don't. I don't know, man. Like, also, I feel like the parent teacher conference is number one. Like the students were never there. Mm -hmm. Like it was just the the parents and the teachers met and yeah. they talked shit about you behind your back mm -hmm. and then they come home and then they you know reprimand you or whatever yeah but I, like i can't even remember how that went i feel yeah. like you would take the students like in elementary school maybe but not know. in high school um so after that scene buffy is like talking to xander about like i can't believe i'm in charge of this this sucks and xander they show sheila as she's leaving school mm -hmm. and she like kisses this like 55 year old trucker looking guy <laughs> yeah and xander's like that's her boyfriend <laughs> like what she was a, a wild a wild horse a wild stallion you know you can't she's just gonna go her own route yeah <laughs> i mean it makes sense that Such she's a like rebel. a bad student yeah but then buffy brings up like this very salient point that you vance have brought up a thousand thousand times Buffy's like, this is such bullshit that I have to go to school. Like, none of the other slayers in history probably had to go to school. But I have to balance studying with killing vampires? Like, this sucks. <laughs> Absolutely. She should be on a special program, like a like a, a pro, like a an athlete in college who's taking, yeah. like, lawn maintenance or whatever. Like, she should yeah. just be one of those people taking, like, just the easy classes. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, pass, everything's like, pass-fail. And everyone or like homeschool, like get homeschooled. Well, or she something. wants the social aspect, and she needs to be at the school to keep an eye on things. Like and you want to be so. at school, you want to be you wanna at, be the at school. You want to be at the bronze. That's where you really want to be. You want to be at the bronze, <laughs> but like you know, going to the school and hanging out with Giles in the library is not that bad. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. Uh, and it, I mean, it's a great point that Buffy's bringing up. She's like, yeah. "This is such bullshit." Yeah. <laughs> she's saving the world yeah and xander's like well you know it can't go bad or whatever and then i didn't know that this was a jinx like buffy and willow are like you just jinxed it it's gonna go horrible now oh i mean he absolutely jinxed it he's like nothing can go wrong like that's a yeah. jinx yeah so they're all pissed off at him and then uh we cut to a sign of sunnydale and then two seconds later a car crashes into the sign rides up onto the lawn looks like it's like a 1955 car like a classic like cadillac or yeah. something S steps out of the car heavy metal music starts playing pan up and we see spike smoking a cigarette and that's how you know he's evil because mm -hmm. he's got that dun 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 it gets such a big intro such oh, a big yeah. intro i love it it was fantastic yeah. and he goes so home sweet home yeah so i guess he's from sunnydale or I, from the hell america mouth? or the hell mouth i have no idea is that I where vampires come from 
I mean, he's obviously British. He's got a British accent. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he might have picked that up when he was traveling. Yeah, maybe. One of those things like he's like, I spent a year a year abroad in England, so yeah. now I'm British. <laughs> yeah, home sweet home is what he says. So we'll figure that out. Yeah. So then we cut to a bunch of vampires meeting with the anointed one to talk about who should replace the master and what should they do now that the master's gone. And Spike interrupts. And he's like, ah, this is the congregation of all you vampires. Who gives a shit about the master? I'm here. I heard you got a slayer problem. Uh, I'm here to kill him. And one of the vampires is like, how dare you disrespect the anointed one like this? I was around since the crucifixion. And Spike is like, you know, if every vampire... That was that claims to be f- at the crucifixion was actually there. It would have looked like Woodstock there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he's like, I was actually at Woodstock. <laughs> he was like, it was pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> he's talking about tripping off of like drinking some hippie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, then he starts, he's like, oh, I don't like to brag. Actually, what am I talking about? I love bragging. I've killed a bunch of slayers in my time. And if you got a Slayer problem, I'm the person to take care of the Slayer. And the Anointed One is looking at him like, okay, well, maybe you should kill the Slayer then. The funny thing here is that the Anointed One, he he mentions, he sees the Anointed One. He's like, oh, yeah, I've read about you. Who keeps writing these books? Vampire Weekly. (laughs) Like, they have, like, later Giles is reading about Spike and he has all this information. I'm like... Who, like, you watchers are, it got to be more than just Giles. Like, because I haven't seen Giles write anything yet. Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if Giles is, like, the scribe as well. Like, You have to notes. be. Like, how else would you even know about, oh, Modoc or whatever is dead now because we killed him in a computer. Like, yeah. some other watcher is going to read it and be like, oh, yeah, in Sunnydale, uh, this happened. Like, yeah. he's got to be writing all night. <laughs> Yeah, Spike is returned. Maybe that's why it looks so disheveled every morning. Did, did, did Giles write about the anointed one being a child and uh, then mail out pamphlets? <laughs> <laughs> that what Spike read. Yeah, Vampire Digest. <laughs> yeah. Get it? <laughs> uh. <laughs> um, so then after he's like, I'll kill the Slayer, a lady named Drusilla shows up and she's all weird and creepy and she's like spike well where, where are you honey i want to talk to the dolls and like just a fucking weirdo <laughs> yeah it, it was hard to tell what was going on with her <laughs> yeah she's just talking nonsense and spike's like oh my darling blah 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 don't worry you're you'll be fed soon whatever she scares the shit out of the anointed one though and uh, the anointed one is looking at her like, who is this lady? Well, then she like, they're like really close to making out and she like cuts Spike's face and he's like bleeding and she like licks it off. Yeah. It's uh, it's so funny that this is happening and the anointed one and the other vampires are just like, where this is weird. <laughs> <laughs> like what like, happens? Look, look, we're vampires, but these people are crazy. We're vampires, and we follow this little kid who's done nothing. Um, yeah. yeah. Just sitting on a on a barrel. Have they <laughs> never kid. met weird vampires before? I figure most vampires would be weird. I mean, there was that guy with the claw hands. Like, that guy lived in the sewers. I mean, these people have lived for hundreds of years. They're just, yeah. Well, it's also like if Spike has been written about, like, he's a well-known vampire. Like, if you've been around since the crucifixion or whatever, you probably should have heard of Spike. Yeah. Anyway. I don't think killing uh, Slayers is that hard either. I think I could do it. Yeah. I mean, I obviously could do it. Yeah. Okay. Um, so then Spike basically is like, you got a Slayer problem, I'll kill the Slayer. And then the anointed one's like, all right, go do that. Um, and he's like, so what's up, what's up with this Slayer, though? Is she tough? And everyone's like, oh, yeah, she's real tough. And then it cuts to Buffy combing her hair. And she's like, ow! (laughs) (laughs) Just beautiful editing. Beautiful scene transitions. So the mom comes in while Buffy's combing her hair. And she's like, I I got a letter about the parent-teacher conference. How come you didn't tell me about it? And Buffy's like, oh, because, uh, you know, I was gonna or whatever. Some kind of Buffy lie. 
And then the mom is like, Buffy, what is what are your teachers going to tell me about you? And she's like, nothing bad. And the mom's like, you know, I don't want to have to restart my life all over again because you burned down a gym. I had to start a new business. I had to start a new life. And it's just like, I'm just disappointed in you. <laughs> I wrote down that line. And this line is seems like it's worse than the line that the dad said in her fake nightmare dream. Right? Like, this one That's seems I was more thinking. harsh. Um, I don't want to be disappointed in you again. Yeah. Which is not something you say to your kid. I don't know. This is like non-parents giving parenting advice. That just seems overly harsh it's it was pretty rough and then i had a thought did they have to move out of los angeles because of this it seems like you so. moved to a place that has one school versus a place that has multiple well it's also like she had to start a new business like you're like an art curator what when did buffy about? burning down a school due to your bit like how well known is the school fire? Yeah, I don't understand. That, that is still like a question. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not sure. Um, but that's basically the end of that scene. Yeah. Uh, the great parenting, I guess, yeah. at this point. We'll see. It's an interesting episode. Yeah. Yeah. Great parenting. Um, so then we get to Buffy preparing stuff for the parent teacher conference. Sheila has shirked her duties, so Willow's helping her and Xander's helping her. And uh, Jenny Callender and Giles show up and they're talking about St. Vidge's Day, which is some kind of famous vampire day. I don't know. It, it doesn't matter. It, yeah. It's, it's the best thing about this episode is that that doesn't matter. Yeah. No. I, <laughs> they keep talking about this thing that's happening on Saturday. Yeah, I'm looking at the Wikipedia page for it, and it's not even mentioned on the Wikipedia page at all. Oh, no, it's, like, a, uh, it's a MacGuffin red herring type situation. Yeah, it's some. It's it's happening this Saturday, St. Vidge's Day. It's a <laughs> but, but big the vampire PTA, holiday. But the PTA thing is that Thursday. I don't know yeah. what I could do between. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they're talking loudly about this vampire holiday, and the principal overhears it, and... Giles tries to cover it up really slyly. He's like, oh, no, you're the slayer. I mean, you're a slave to computers. They're I ruining your mind. I didn't think this guy was close enough to hear them. Because yeah. he's been closer to them when they talked about other stuff and didn't hear. He's yeah. all the way in the background by the lockers. He just came around the corner. Yeah. And it still just so, looks suspicious that these two teachers keep hanging out with this reckless group of students. Yeah, it's like if they're the worst students, Wait, so why are teachers always hanging out with them, you know? If Buffy's hanging out with Willow, who's like an A-plus student, right? Mm -hmm. The librarian from, the, the well-read librarian from overseas, mm -hmm. the computer teacher, right? Yeah. And then Xander's like, okay, he's like whatever, your little, your guy friend that's like whatever, kind of average. That group is not the group you go, trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, so the principal stumbles over and he's like, I hope that you guys aren't helping Buffy. Why can't they help her? Like, because she has to learn how to set tables for herself. <laughs> <laughs> so they're like, no, no, of course. And he's like, well, where's Sheila? Did she blow it off? And Buffy, for some reason, covers for her. She's like, no, she's just getting some more paint from the store. And perfect timing at this exact moment sheila stumbles in from a bender it looks like i mean she looks hung the fuck over man she looks she yeah. looks like she has no idea where she is like i don't know why you even showed up yeah um so yeah and then buffy basically just covers for her and the principal's like all right well you two you better not ruin this parent teacher conference <laughs> yeah uh, the beginning so of this scene uh, also had Buffy saying, "Hey Willow, I need you to help teach. Can I? Can we do some tutoring or whatever?" And they say, mm -hmm. "Oh, I wanted to go to. The, I thought we were going to go to the bronze." She's like, mm, "I don't know." She's like, "Angel might be there." She's like, "Oh, well, he can wait." And he's like, "He might meet some girl." 
well, maybe we have to go to the bronze. Yeah. I'm like, how are they still having this? Like, if you two want to date, just date. Yeah. Well, it's also like <laughs> when she brings up the angel's going to be at the bronze, Xander's like, no, no, we should go to the bronze. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, he should probably be do. She's like, no, you really need to focus on this parent-teacher thing. She's like, yeah. like, at this point, everyone knows where they stand. Yeah. Buffy doesn't like you. She likes Angel. Angel likes Buffy. For some reason, they're not together. Yeah. Maybe she doesn't want to hook up with a vampire. Yeah. I mean, that's prob- That's a pretty good reason. <laughs> She's the slayer. He's a vampire. It doesn't seem like that's the tension, though. Yeah. But anyway, so they go to the bronze. Uh, <laughs> Buffy and Willow are there, and they're studying Spanish in this loud, loud bar environment. <laughs> the, mom, the mom was like, uh, "What if I hear something bad, it's going to cut into your time with hanging out with your friends. And like, you never know where Buffy is after dark. I know. She, she spent out all night last time. Or, like, a couple yeah. of days ago where she's just, like, fighting vampires all night long. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, they're out there studying. Buffy is screwing up her Spanish studies. And Willow's correcting her. And Xander comes over. And he's like, you guys got to come over and dance. Like, I'm the only one out here dancing. And they're like, all right, we'll go dance. Just leave all their books at a table. Yeah, no one's stealing those books. <laughs> I, dude, I would. <laughs> I'm a book thief, Vance. <laughs> You're the bad element that should be in the principal's office. Yeah. So this whole time, Spike is looming in the background. He's like lurking and like looking around and just kind of looking at them specifically. Mm-hmm. I don't know who gave him the info like this is what the Slayer looks like. I'm sure somebody must have. But he's acting like, like he's suspicious. He's like, I'm not sure exactly who the Slayer is, but I'm sure the Slayer's here. The Slayer's usually a decent looking young girl, it seems. Yeah. So. So Buffy, Xander, and Willow are dancing. Spike is with another vampire and he goes, hey, go outside and find something to eat. And then that guy leaves. And then Spike... This is a genius plan. Finally, the vampires are smart. Finally. I love this. As soon as he did this, I was like, yeah, that's awesome. That's a great plan. So he gets close enough for Buffy, Xander, and Willow to hear. And like also a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And he just goes, oh, my God, there's a guy outside. And he's said that he's going to eat some girl. What are we going to do about it? And then Buffy stops dancing and sprints to the exit. So he's like, oh, okay, that's the Slayer. Yeah, I didn't think of it. Like, I didn't think of it this way when I was watching it. But a bunch of people should have gone outside. Absolutely. <laughs> he's like, there's a there's a man outside trying to bite some girl. That is what yeah. he yelled in a crowded place. And no <laughs> one ran out. <laughs> Yeah, except for Buffy. Everyone else is just like, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Let her deal. Like, with that's it. the bronze. That happens every week. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe she's into it. I don't know. <laughs> she knew better than to go outside. <laughs> that reminds me of like that this Bill Burr bit about like he was on the subway and heard some lady screaming like, "Ow, let go of my neck! Let go of my neck!" And he's like, "That's her problem. She picked him. I'm not getting involved." <laughs> God. It's like maybe she's into that shit. I'm not getting involved. Next thing I know, it's I'm gonna be the one screaming, Ow, my neck. <laughs> so Buffy runs outside. She sees the vampire guy and starts kicking his ass. And Xander's like, You need any help? She's like, get me a steak. Kills that vampire, and Spike is like watching from the shadows. And then once she kills him, he's like so you're the slayer and she's like who are you it's like i'm spike (laughs) i i thought it was amazing that he was there like that he like because the guy calls out spike he's like spike help me and you're like oh wow oh she's gonna find out who he is they're meeting face to face this is early in the episode i was like this is they're not like putting anything off Um, yeah when he's like spike help me like buffy looks behind her and he you can't see spike because he's like hanging out in the shadows yeah 
And Buffy's like, what? Who's Spike? And then she just kills that guy. And then Spike comes out and he's like, I'm the guy that's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, uh, when Xander runs back in, I think we were talking, there's a scene earlier about them talking about making sp- uh, sp- uh, steaks and him whittling steaks. Maybe that's later or maybe that was earlier. I, it might be later. I'm not sure yeah. about but, what happened. Uh, <laughs> Xander runs back in to get the steak. I don't know why Buffy just sprinted out there. Well, it makes sense. She's just going to go to action. But he goes back in. He goes into a purse. And in this purse is just a yo-yo, a tampon, and a steak. (laughs) Yeah. And I just thought it was so great. Yeah, we saw the yo-yo last episode. She loves that yo-yo, man. (laughs) That's That's what's in our purse. It's amazing. She should get that yo-yo blessed and like do like a whoo, like oh, zip yeah. it into the face. That'd oh be my so god! Dope. Yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be um, sick. It, interestingly, here Spike says he's going to kill her, mm-hmm. and then we get convenient commercial break, mm-hmm. time jump. When I'm thinking, hey Buffy, stab that dude. Yeah, that's what I was like. <laughs> like, like he's gonna let that guy go. He just slowly walks away too. It's not like he ran. It's just no. like, oh, I'm the one that's going to kill you. And she's like, what? Like, what did yeah, you think the other like vampire... watches him walk away. What did you think the other vampire was doing? Physically yeah. trying to kill you. Like, yeah. <sighs> I, I get know. it for the show, but it just seemed really like, if I'm Buffy after what I've been through, if someone says they're going to kill me, I'm just starting to stab. <laughs> <laughs> just throw the, throw the stake at him. Oh, he might catch it. He's, he, he seems like the vampire that can catch stuff. Uh, well, I mean, at least try. Yes. Um, so we come back from commercial, and Sheila's leaving the bronze with two dudes, uh, Dell and Dylan or something. Two D names. She's she's uh like I'm gonna go hook up with these two dudes. Hope you got a Cadillac. You better not lie because I like Cadillacs. Uh, then both of those dudes disappear. <laughs> like I've never seen vampires just sneaky yeah yeah without a sound too no sound yeah uh well i guess angel last episode scared buffy yeah but like i don't think he could have like taken out two dudes yeah but spike does and then sheila turns around and she's like where'd those two dudes go and spike's like don't worry about them those are guys who are losers you could be with me i'm spike and she's like, okay. Yeah. yeah. She's like, done and done. Yeah. So then they're like, leave together. And then uh, we get a scene where the gang, the good gang, kind of debriefs about Spike. Angel shows up and he's like, oh, Spike's here. That's not good news. <laughs> and then Buffy, in her infinite, this. This is just so horrible to me. Angel shows up and he's like, so I thought you weren't going to the bronze tonight, Buffy. And she's like, well, I said that I was maybe going to go. And he's like, and she's like, I was trying to be coy. And Angel's like, well, I thought that you weren't going to go. And then Buffy says something like, or Willow. I don't know if it's Buffy or Willow. It's both of them kind of, yeah. Well, Buffy, well, I think it's Buffy, yeah. She goes, man, after 200 years of dating, you'd think that you'd know when a woman's being coy. And then Angel just is sort of like, oh, okay. And then Willow goes, man, 200 years of dating. Even if he only had two girls a year, that's still 400 girls. <laughs> and Buffy turns around like, Willow. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and it's like, wow. Okay, sure. I guess we need this teen romance drama here. But I'm like, what? what is the tension between the two of them now? Like, they yeah. should just be dating at this point. Yeah. Like, they both they, they both are into each other. Yeah, I don't... There's like, she doesn't seem like she's like, I'm still not cool with the vampire thing. Or I don't want to do this. It's like, hey, I'm giving you signals. And he's like, I don't know. I forgot how to be a, a guy. Fam- yeah. Is he a vampire and a guy? Like what? Like he's not as cool as his look would suggest. No, he's the the chinks in his armor are starting to show here. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, especially the last episode where we're that awful khaki. Or at least jacket. he's back in black. Yeah, that was a mistake. <laughs> um, so for some reason, yeah, Angel's like, yeah, Spike's up. Spike's no good. He's a he's an insane, crazy killer vampire. And then everyone turns around. And then they're like, can you tell us more about Spike, Angel? And then Angel has Batman to the gang. Yeah. He just disappeared. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, okay. You could have been some help. You gave us zero information aside from like, that guy's no good. <laughs> All Angel does. He has to get back. Like, at least he's... No, they still have to like find him when fights break out. Like, yeah. Like, you're supposed to be like this really super powered vampire. The master is gone. Just date Buffy and help her fight people. Like, yeah. have her back. Like, don't you want her to be safe and live? Like, I wish. Xander and Willow and Giles are willing to, like, die for Buffy. Angel's like, mm, maybe. I'll hang out in the shadows. I'll give her some information. They do something in the scene, too, where they introduce that mace on the table that never comes into play. Yeah. Yeah, Willow's like, oh, why do they call this a mace? And I was like, why are you bringing this up? I know that it was like to distract from the 400 girls comment. Yeah, but then they cut to a close-up of the mace. And I'm like, okay, this is definitely going to pay off somehow, right? Yeah, Chekhov's mace. Yeah. And I'm like, I can't wait to see a vampire get hit with that. Nope, Um, you didn't get to see it today, Vance. Nope. (laughs) It's one of those setups for later. Yeah. But Willow just keeps asking, what is this mace here for? Yeah, maybe that will just become like Willow's signature weapon or something. Yes. <laughs> um, so then we cut to Drusilla with a bunch of porcelain dolls being creepy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sheila is in their vampire lair and she's tied up. And uh, Spike keeps being like, you need to eat something. And he points over. He's like head nodding over to Sheila. And then they're like. About to make out or hook up or something. Do you think they're related? Uh, no. No, Drusilla, is, uh, no. Okay, okay. I think they're just like old vampire lovers or something. All right. But uh, the other vampires are getting prepared for St. Vich's Day. And they're all like chanting and Spike is even like, man, this is lame as shit. <laughs> yeah, Drusilla's like, hey, you should go up there and be part of the group, I guess. And he's like, all right, I'll go with the chanty chanters. You need to eat something, though. It's like and Sons of Anarchy. He's got his own room or something. Like, how does he have this room? I don't know. This vampire gang has like rented out a warehouse. <laughs> I feel like it's the same. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, so then Drusilla eats or feeds on Sheila. Then we cut to the gang and Jenny Callender. They're all making weapons because they heard about St. Vidge's Day and they're getting prepared. They're all making all these wooden spikes. Cordelia's there. Uh, they're making weapons. Buffy has a giant sword and she's chopping cucumbers. Yeah, she has. It's the worst visual joke. She has like a machete and then yeah. all of a sudden... It comes down and she's chopping up cucumbers with it, which would be the most awkward tool to use for that. And I get yeah. it's supposed to be like a funny joke. But yeah, because she has to get ready for the parent teacher yeah. conference, Vance. Yeah. Um so then uh they're talking about the St. Vidge's Day, which is happening this Saturday, and then Xander says, uh, man, remember when Saturday nights used to be like date night? And then Cordelia goes, You sure don't. It's like, damn. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they're getting prepared. Buffy makes... Uh, she had to, like, get punch or something. She makes lemonade and it's bad. Yeah, they're all making weapons. And then she's like, oh, I got to get the punch. They're like, oh, can I help? And she's like, no, I got it. And I'm like, what? Yeah, what is I, happening? Someone else do the juice. Like, yeah, these scenes and transitions are like really weird. Like the next thing we do is like Buffy's at the parent teacher conference and which is in the middle of the hallway. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand what's happening. Yeah. Um, But she has made some lemonade and it's bad lemonade. And then her mom arrives. She doesn't put sugar in it because I guess Buffy has never had lemonade before in her life. 
I don't know. It's just lemon water. It, but it looks like lemonade. It's like yellow. Yeah, but if you don't put sugar in lemonade, it's tart. <laughs> like, yeah. that's it. It's like undrinkable. Yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. And Willow takes a drink of it. She's like, oh, God. Yeah. And, and before um, this, it's this way Cordelia says the line that slaves at least got minimum wage. Yeah. <laughs> My God, she's so Trying awful. To- I try to block out some of the Cordelia stuff that was going on. She like made one steak and she was like, okay, I did it. I'm done. I'm yeah. out of here. I like, really dude. thought she was going to fit in with the group a different, like I wanted her to have her little remarks and be a, a genuinely bad, <laughs> a funny, bad person. But now she's like not even helpful. Well, it's like, I don't know about you, Vance, but if I found out that vampires are in my town almost always threatening to kill me and i've been kidnapped by them like two or three times i'm making like a thousand spikes and i'm not leaving buffy's side i am with that gang always yeah i mean i might make some comments like she she comments on buffy's she sees buffy's mom and she's like oh wow she's great skin she knows how to moisturize you haven't learned that yet it's like (laughs) what are you doing yeah you also yeah. know Buffy could punch your head off. Yeah, like you saw Buffy like toss humans around like they're <laughs> yeah. ragdolls. You're like, like Buffy, you're ugly. Yeah, I was like, like what, what are you doing? <laughs> Didn't Buffy save your life <laughs> like eight times already? Jeez, zero thankfulness. Uh, but yeah, then Buffy's mom arrives, and uh, she's trying to make her mom avoid the principal, who's like wandering around looking specifically for Buffy's mom. Um, Willow shows her the school and but dude this is when Cordelia comes out of the library and she's like yelling about the way she's like look I made so many weapons there's so many vampires I'm fucking done with it like there's like 50 adults around <laughs> and uh, eventually the principal finds Buffy's mom and uh, yeah he's like I need to talk to you lady so, Giles finally finds out some info about Spike, who is actually named William the Bloody or something. Uh, yeah, William the Bloody, because he killed people with railroad spikes. Yeah. And he's like, oh no, maybe Buffy should run away. And everyone's like, why? He's like, well, he's killed at least two slayers in the past. And everyone's like, oh shit. Um... The principal comes back with Buffy's mom. He gives Buffy like a kind of like a wink. Seems like they just slept together. Yeah. It has that vibe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it has that vibe. Like, Buffy, don't worry. Your grades are fine now. Yeah. Like, yeah, your mom, she's what a woman. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> He's got that Forrest Gump vibe in the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> so he, he gives Buffy the wink and then he like skips away basically. And Buffy's mom is like, Buffy in the car now so buffy's in trouble mm-hmm. um a bunch of vampires arrive at the same time like seven to ten vampires show up spikes leading them they break in oh but before this for some reason the parent teacher conference is still going on there's still like 50 people in this hallway the principal like shuts off all of the lights do you remember that yeah well yeah what was happening there because it's not over it is winding down a bit but people are still there yeah there's a lot of people there yeah he's like tossing a book around because he's so happy that he got to like shit on buffy to her mom and he's shutting the lights off i think so because the ending was mad but then the ending is different she asked what the she asked what he said and she says you know mostly positive stuff oh yeah, I don't know. It, the the ending I, has I a, it, the ending does a lot of little flips. I think. See, I thought the ending was like the mom was like, "I don't really care what he said. Mm-hmm. I know that you're like a good person, and I believe in you more than the principal or whatever." Just don't. That's dis- how I thought it. Just happened. don't disappoint me again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to start a new business. I was a secretary. Now I'm a curator. Next, who knows? I'll be a cop next time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the plight of her just. Starting a new business really easily somehow. Yeah. So, yeah, the vampires bust in. 
they break a giant like bay window and mm-hmm. jump through it and everyone and they're like ah oh, we're gonna kill everybody buffy hides everybody in like separate rooms he's like everybody hide yeah and we, and we have to say spike is leading this yeah and he's like i couldn't wait till saturday which yeah. we don't know what saturday was actually supposed to be yeah same so, pitches day fan yeah <laughs> it's like their val- vampires valentine's day yeah you know. um yeah. He Spike some old guy is there and another vampire has him and he, and then Spike goes up to him and he's like, "You know, I'm going to be honest with you. I'm more of a veal person, so I don't want to eat you." And the old guy's like, "Oh, thank God." And then Spike just snaps his neck and he goes, "But I will kill you though. I'll still kill you." <laughs> and the other vampire that he's with looks stunned. <laughs> he looks shocked that like a vampire killed a person. <laughs> like, I'm yeah. like, what are you, wait, what are you talking about? I think he was more like the vampire was looking at Spike as if he like threw away a full plate of food. <laughs> That's why I was shocked. He's like, come yeah. on, man. Dude, there's so much food in this town. I know. Like, there's so many people in the world. Like, I mean, vampires also, are fine. Also, just because he snapped his neck, can't they still drink his blood? Yeah. Yeah, of course. No, yeah. still drank his blood. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what uh, Angel does. Angel drinks uh, donated blood. I don't know who's donating blood in this town. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, Spike kills that old guy. Um. Everybody, Giles is with Xander in the library, and he's like, "Hey, there's a tunnel way under the stacks. Since when? And why are you all not using it?" Yes. Why was this the first time we've heard about <laughs> why, this? Why does uh, Miss Calendar have to stay? I don't know. Like, like if I'm Jazz, I'm like, hey, you get out of here. And then she has to do the like, no, I'm going to stay with you. And I'd be like, no, get out. And she'd stay. Yeah. But at least you have that conversation. Yeah. <laughs> at least. Don't go. Xander, you go get you go get Angel. Yeah. He's making a, a, Xander run out through this weird tunnel way. To go fetch Angel to help them fight. He's got to go through the hole that the Hellmouth created underneath the library. <laughs> Basically. Um, in the room where the principal is with the with the mom, the principal is like, I, I, these guys, their faces were all messed up. They're all crazy. This is a gang of PCP users. It's a yeah. PCP gang. Yeah. <laughs> which, was- comes in the, which comes into play later, which... We need to talk about oh, that later. we have to talk about that real. Um, so then he's like, well, let's climb out the windows. We all got to get out of here. And Buffy's like, no, do not leave. These people are crazy. They will kill you if you try to leave. I'm going to go try and like figure something out. But you all need to stay where you are. And then the principal's like, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. I'm the principal. And Buffy's like, you don't know anything about anything. I'll figure it out. Mom, I'm going to figure this out. Everybody stay put. So then Buffy leaves. I really thought she was going to do like a super jump up to the ceiling. And everyone was going to be like, oh, she's different. Yeah. Like the mom mentions like, I know you can fight a little. Which isn't her backstory. It's the unair I mean, pilot it was- backstory. It was kind of in her like permanent record. Oh, like, like some she fights. burned she burned down the, the the gym, which was the big one. But she was in fights. Who was she fighting school? in school? Yeah, I guess Cordelia. Like the, the, no, no. that school's cor- uh, equivalent of Cordelia. She has never once tried to hit this Cordelia. I guess she learned her lesson. I feel like she was fighting vampires, and I'm like, you keep fighting people, and they keep disappearing. <laughs> Uh, so Buffy climbs up into the rafters, uh, <laughs> and then Spike's walking around. He's like, where are you, Slayer? He's walking around the hallways. He's pretty threatening. Buffy's climbing around in the, in the, uh, rafters. Air ducts. I yeah. wouldn't call these rafters. These uh, are, G- these are some diehard level yeah. air ducts. Like Giles is. Three people in them. Giles is in the library with Miss Calendar. He's like, I got to go save Buffy. I'm the watcher. I'm responsible for her. And Miss Calendar's like, you don't need to do that. Or let me go with you. And he's like, no, you stay here. I can't bear losing you or whatever. But you have to stay in the library. You couldn't have left with Xander. Yeah, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
Buffy busts out of the ceiling. <laughs> just bursts like a bunch of cloud of dust as Bestus comes flying down. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, she's like, whew, that was crazy. Uh, gathers up some weapons and Giles is like, all right, what, let's, uh, let's go kill these guys or whatever. Buffy goes back up into the ceiling. Um, the mom and the principal are in the other room and they're arguing. The principal's like, I'm getting out of here. Screw your daughter. And the mom is like, hey, I trust my daughter. We should all stay here. And then the principal and some other teacher are like, we're busting out of here. Uh, the, <laughs> the, the one teacher that's in the room with them climbs out the window, immediately dies. Yep. Like, immediately gets his head like sawn off and then the principal looks like oh shit and then just closes the window yeah they close the aluminum siding that they've been ripping apart and the yeah. window that looks like it can't close i'm like why are the vampires not getting in there like there's well, nothing to I'll stop t- them i'll tell you why the other people aren't getting in there the vampires are all inside just kicking doors like they're all just all of them are just kicking the doors I wanted to bring this up because it's so insane that we watched. We've watched people fall through ceilings. We watched Cordelia drive through the school. And now all of a sudden, these doors are reinforced. Yeah. Like, there's some doors that have two vampires kicking the door at the same time. And it just cannot open. We've seen Buffy punch a hole through a door to unlock it. Yeah. Like, these vampires are just pathetic. They have yeah. an axe. They get an axe and they're still working away at it. Well, yeah, they, uh, <laughs> the, the guy is like kicking the door and Spike is like, what are you fucking doing, dude? And he's like, we're trying to open the door. He's like, use your head. And then slams his head into the breaking case of emergency glass, takes the axe out and gives it to him. And the guy's like, oh, yeah, this is a better idea. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be funny if you start using the back of the axe to hit the door with it. <laughs> Um, did your school have that type of axe? In a, no. <laughs> I mean, it is high-level weaponry. It is a, it's like a four-foot-long axe. Yeah. Like, it's huge. Yeah. And so then that vampire starts, like, Jack Nicholson shining that door that the mom and the principal are in. How, going through the window that is really easy to go through outside. That the one vampire has obviously seen people climb out of. It's it, it, Spike is smart. The other vampires are living up to their dumb nature. Yeah. Yeah. So then uh, we get a scene of Xander and Angel arriving. And Xander's like, so what's the plan? And then Angel is like, grabs him by the neck. And like starts choking him. And I was like, whoa, what the hell is the plan? Yeah. <laughs> um. So Spike starts to hear Buffy rustling around in the ceiling. And he's like, I think someone's in the ceiling. And then super fucking smart guy. He is. Gets a bunch of like spikes and (laughs) starts stabbing through the ceiling. And I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. Great thinking. Yeah. I mean, he's got a. I love that he just burst in as that. Fuck it. Yeah. Like, no. Like, I feel like everyone has to know vampires exist if Spike has been running around the world. <laughs> like, right? Because he's obviously not trying. They're not trying to keep anything on the low. No. He is like loud and brash, yeah. and it's awesome. Vampire like walking, is... vampire walking through here. <laughs> like, you might as well just be screaming that. Yeah. Um, so Buffy drops out of the ceiling again. Uh, somewhere very far from where Spike thought that he heard her. Uh, stabs a vampire. Then Sheila shows up and, and Buffy's like, oh, thank God you're here. Where have you been? Uh, we There's a bunch of dudes running around here and they're trying to kill us. And we're like, oh man, Sheila's a vampire. We all know that this is going to end poorly for Buffy. And Buffy's not really smart here because she's like, hey, there's some guy trying to kill us. And Sheila grabs the axe and goes, awesome. Yeah. That's psychopath level. Yeah. (laughs) That's when you go, I'll take Take that that from you. Yeah. You should just go. Yeah. But instead, Buffy's walking around with her wooden spike Mm -hmm. and, uh, or stake. And 
she's about to go stab another vampire and then uh sheila starts to take a swing at her uh oh wait no hold on this is before all of this i skipped ahead a little bit so spike is doing something and then angel shows up with xander like as his hostage and spike's like angelus and he's like hey what's up spike (laughs) yeah they start (laughs) rolling out it's so they start broing out so hard it's like man it's been like 150 years where you been yeah and they're like, remember when we killed all those people? And Angel's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That was pretty rad. Anyway, I got this guy. You want to eat him? <laughs> and then and Spike's like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm down to eat. Uh, and then Angel's like, all right, cool. Uh, let's just take it. And then Xander's like, I knew you were a son of a bitch, Angel. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, because Angel starts talking about doing. He's like, oh, yeah, I got close to the, uh, Buffy. But then I just played the whole like. Oh, I'm just so mopey. <laughs> he's like, oh, it worked. Like, he's, yeah. he's basically telling him that he put yeah. on an act. Yeah. Yeah. And Spike is like, man, they still are falling for that act. And Angel's like, yeah, I don't know what to tell you, man. They're stupid. <laughs> and I really want that to be true. Oh, I would love if that was true. Yeah. We know it's not because Angel gets his own uh, show. Maybe that's like what it hero. is. Angel's just on a menace. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, he is uh, using using uh, Xander as, like, a captive. Uh, then we cut back to Sheila with the axe, and she swings it at Buffy. Uh, but then we cut back to Spike and Angel, and Spike's kind of, like, seeing through the ruse. He's wise to Angel's act. And he's like, well, let's go. Let's see, Let's take a drink to this or whatever. Like, let's drink to killing the Slayer. And then they both lean down to like eat Xander and then Spike just punches him in the face. He's like, I know you're not on my side, you piece of shit. (laughs) Yeah, this one was they bring it up later in the episode. But I was also wondering what Angel's plan was here. Yeah. And his plan was basically to let Xander get bit. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, he's jealous of Xander. If Xander's out of the picture, I know that's he's his. <laughs> if you're Xander, you're like, I gotta get. The, I might have to kill this guy because he was really about to let me get drained. Yeah, like legit. There was no backup plan. There wasn't a. That wasn't like, oh, if he bites you, your neck's full of holy water or something. There was no trick. No. Um. So, yeah, Spike is like, dude, you think I didn't see through this? I can't believe you're siding with the humans. You're an Uncle Tom. <laughs> oh, my God. He calls him an Uncle Tom. He calls him. Uh, he's like, oh, you were my Yoda. You were my sire. You were my yeah. Yoda. You're an Uncle Tom. You're a sellout. It's... He goes in hard. On yeah. Yeah. Um, then Buffy shows up and. They, he and she and they, Spike start fighting. Wait, wait, can we go back to the Buffy Sheila thing? Sure. Uh, who warned her that Sheila, like Sheila's got the axe and she's behind Buffy? Who warned her mm-hmm. that someone calls out that Sheila has an axe? Was it Giles? Was it someone called out to I get her to turn around? Quite, I don't quite remember. I just saw that, like, I just have in my notes that she swings the axe. Buffy somehow avoids it and then stabs a vampire at the same time. Yeah, someone calls it out. And I think it might be Giles or something. Um, but then like she like blocks the axe and then the girl just runs away. Sheila just runs away. Yeah. She's gotta be in the next episode or whatever. Well, Sheila has been set up. I wanted to bring this up because Sheila has been set up from the beginning of this episode. Mm-hmm. She gets turned by Spike's girlfriend lover mm-hmm. person and then disappears again yeah like we already know she was a bad egg to begin with and now she's a vampire so yeah. she's got levels to be a threat and i'm like man you let her go there's a lot of people like then this episode there's a lot of vampires that are dangerous still on the loose yeah they're just letting them go too yeah like, like how buffy do you let spike go twice like I think I don't think she had much of a choice in this one, the last one. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, so Buffy and Spike are fighting. Xander's fighting uh, 
uh, vampire, angels fighting vampires. Then uh, Buffy and Spike are like really going at it. And it looks like Spike's got Buffy cornered. And then Buffy's mom hits Spike with the axe. In the weirdest way possible. Yeah, like she hit him with the broadside of the axe. Yeah, what is she doing? (laughs) I guess she didn't want to kill him. He's literally about to kill your daughter. Yeah. I don't think you got time to be like, "Mm, how how do I... How do I do a non-lethal Just, blow yeah. here? Incapacitate <laughs> yeah. a PCP guy. Yeah. <laughs> who in her mind a PCP user? Who have who these people have killed multiple people already? Oh yeah, there's a guy with his neck snapped like two feet to the left of Buffy's mom. She's yeah. like, maybe he's just on PCP. And and when Buffy goes to school and she comes back home, she's like, oh yeah, I'm just having problems at school. Would the mom eventually like go, oh, yeah, that one time in school, a bunch of people died and was attacked. Like, maybe maybe you're going through some stuff. And it's, well, it's also like, maybe this isn't a good school. <laughs> yeah, maybe this isn't a good town. Yeah, like students end up dead at the school constantly. I was involved with like a quote unquote PCP gang violence, breaking through windows, people being killed. Yeah. Like, at what point is it Buffy's fault? You know, like, why is it still being put on Buffy? Like, this is a failure of the school system at this point. This is a failure of the town, the mayor, the police. Yeah. (laughs) There's so much crime. So Buffy's mom hits Spike with the broadside of the axe. Spike falls down and then he looks up at him and goes, women. And then just scurries off into the night. (laughs) Buffy's yeah. mom is like, nobody touches my daughter. And he looks at her and he's like, ugh, women. Yeah, the mom gets a real hero moment here, which is kind of nice, I guess. I guess so. And then, like, her and her mom, like, hug and, and all that shit. And then cops arrive. Principal and the cop have a conversation. And the cop is like, so what happened? There's a guy that's dead in there. Like, what am I going to say? What? How do I explain this to people? And the principal, like, looking over his shoulders. And he's like, oh, no, tell him it was a PCP gang. And then the cop goes, oh, the old PCP gang again, huh? All right. And I was like, what is the backstory here? Yeah, and this is, gets more confusing because the guy, they were like, oh, we found a guy dead outside the school. And he was like. I told him not to go out that window, like even though the principal was the one trying to get out the window. But then at the end, that last part makes it seem like he knows about vampires and it's a big cover up. Yeah. But if he knows that, why was he even trying to get out of the window at that point? Or like, or was he just trying to escape because he knows they're vampires? Well, it's also like if he doesn't know they're vampires, why is he trying to cover this up anyway? Yeah, like like covering up the window thing. Like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't understand what the principal's motivations are here. Maybe it's something that, like, this is a hint towards something in the future with him. Well, I, d- I definitely feel like it's he knows what's going on in the town. And he knows there's weird stuff. And he's in cahoots with the police to cover this up. Why they cover it up? I don't know. What, what do they think? There's going to be panic and all the parents are going to go to the town hall meeting or something? Like, what? What would happen think, if everyone found out that vampires existed in this town? Do you think the principal is some kind of like secret operative, like government official that's like he's been sent to this town to like investigate the crimes? Oh, he might be like one of the X-Files people. Yeah. Yeah. It would make sense because he took a job where a principal was eaten. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and it would make sense because he also hates children. Yeah. Like maybe maybe we're onto something with that. I mean, they're setting it up. I mean, they're that that whole end scene is definitely setting up that he's a bigger part of something. Yeah. So then, uh, Angel and uh, Xander are debriefing about what happened, and Xander's like, "So what would have happened if Spike bit me?" And Angel's like, "Well, he didn't." He's like, "Yeah, but what would have happened?" He's like, "I guess you would have gotten bit." Yeah, he's like. <laughs> Yeah, he would have. That would have meant he believed my story, and I was yeah. like, "All right." It's like, "Damn, Angel, it's fucking yeah. ruthless." <laughs> like Xander, I don't know, man. You might want to just hit him with a cross right now. 
Yeah, I wouldn't hang out with that guy anymore, no. you know? Um, then Buffy and her mom are debriefing, and the mom is like, I don't care what they te- say about you. You're my daughter, and blah, blah, blah. I care about you, and I believe in you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, um, she, like, stands up against the principal and says Buffy can handle herself or something like that. And Yeah. Yeah. Willow and Cordelia are still hiding in the closet that Buffy put them in. Oh, yeah. <laughs> at the we beginning forgot to of talk the raid. about them. Yeah. Yeah. They're still like trapped in the school thinking that the vampires are around, but everything's over. So they're just like, oh, guys, is anybody coming to help us? This is that is so weird, too, because when Buffy falls through the window into the library, she goes, oh, and Willow and Cordelia, they went, I don't know. You know, <laughs> like she says, like she doesn't know where they went. But yeah. there's no concern at the end of where Willow is. Nope. Xander, Xander, who was like, if anything happens to Willow, I will kill you, Buffy. Yeah. Nope. No one cares where the two of them are. Well, Xander Xander also has some kind of th- saying about that in this episode, too. I think it's to Giles where he's like, we have to make sure Willow and Buffy are safe. Or like, uh, if they're in danger, I'll kill everyone. It's like, what are you going to do, Xander? Yeah, Sanders. Uh, he's got he's got teenage boy invincibility. I hope so. I hope that he does something badass. I mean, he already has. He brought Buffy back to life. That's true. I guess. Um, he so saved. Then... He saved. Uh, he saved Cordelia last episode, right? Oh, he did. Yeah, he did. He, he's got his. He's getting his action moments. All right. Um. So then Spike is debriefing with Drusilla, and he's basically like, uh, I met the Slayer, and she hurt me. And Drusilla's like, no, not not the not the Slayer. I can't believe she hurt you. And he's like, oh, I better go make nice with the Anointed One, because I didn't kill her. And he goes up to the Anointed One, and he gets on his knee and like, sorry, dude. I didn't kill the Slayer. And the Anointed One's like, you failed me. I can't believe you. You were all this talk and you didn't do it. And then Spike stands up. And he's like, you know what? Fuck you, dude. Like <laughs> grabs the anointed one, throws him in a cage, lifts him up into the sunlight and kills the anointed one. And he's like, we're going to start having a lot more fun around here, everybody. Yeah. He's like, no more of this like tradition stuff and all this, uh, Oh, what was the word he used? Uh, pageantry or whatever. Yeah. yeah. What we just get like a shot of the cage that he put the anointed one in. And it's just like smoke. And I was confused. I was like, what happened? What happened to the anointed one? But then I saw on uh, Wikipedia here that he put him in the sunlight. and it Oh, killed you him. didn't realize he put him in the sun? No, because like none of them should be walking around in the sun right now. Well, all. there was like a a beam of light coming yeah. in i still think the anointed one when he's in the sun there should be a lot more screams and noise and i wonder if the sensors were like hey we need to tone this down because it's a kid and we don't need him <laughs> yeah. like screaming terribly but what a game changer and what a great reset like well i was gonna say like all of that anointed one build up and mm-hmm. stuff and spike is just like nah, that, that was dumb <laughs> yeah, they're like, this wasn't working. We had nowhere to go with it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, here's Spike. He's yeah. so much more badass than everyone else that has shown up in the show. I think it would have been cool. I know they wanted... I don't know exactly what happened with this actor. Maybe they weren't working with the kid. Well, who knows what prompted this move, right? I just wish they would have had the anointed one do something to validate him being the anointed one, even before he goes out. Like, if we saw him, like, kill Drusilla, and then that happened, it'd be like, okay, he's a badass. Like, just have the anointed one walk around. Like, the the most he's ever had was, like, I would annihilate her, or I hate that girl. But, like, he hasn't even interacted with Buffy more than hold her hand. Yeah, no. The anointed one sucks. It does nothing. So, it's fine. I'm really happy they got rid of him, but I would have loved to... If he just got one scene, that would have made the first season at least worth it. Okay, so I just got some, uh, I just did a little bit of research here. 
So Joss Whedon originally said that the plan was to have the anointed one as like the big bad for season two. Mm -hmm. But uh, the plans were changed because actor Andrew J. Furchland, who is the anointed one, was still growing and would not be believable as a perpetual child for very long. So he saw that he was like, oh, this kid's growing up pretty quick. Uh, Kill him anyway. That's so dumb. That that's such a dumb reason to not use him. Like that yeah. seems like a, an excuse. Because I mean, he still looked really young. Who, he's the anointed one. He's some supernatural being. Like if he started growing up during the season, it would look even weirder. It would actually yeah. be kind of crazy. Yeah, like the, that. That seems like a convenient excuse for me. Um, also, the quote that you were looking for from spike was he said from now on we're going to have a little less ritual and a little more fun around here and i couldn't agree more yeah spike rules that is the reset they need it and it works i mean it's just once he burnt that guy i was like that's a badass move he's yeah. taking over yeah dude once i saw him with that plan to be like oh no there's somebody outside with that's gonna bite a girl mm-hmm. in order to find out who the slayer was i was like this guy's smart i didn't He's even, the smartest vampire we've seen i didn't think he was doing that to find out who she was i think he did that to see how good she was that's oh, what i okay okay, okay. that's what I, that was my thing either way genius plan mm-hmm. love spike great reset good villain I'm intrigued to see how I think he lasts a pretty long time in this show, and I'm interested to see how that happens. I mean, he absolutely does last a very long time in this show because people love him and like he, he's at least multiple seasons, probably. Yeah. Maybe he turns into a good guy, too. Oh, I don't know. I mean, if he comes, if he, he probably does just because, but man, he seems real anti good in this game, in this yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, Angel used to be a bad guy. Like, yeah, but he has a history. he has a voodoo curse on him that gave him a soul. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think that we're going to figure out anything more about Spike in the next episode, though, because the next episode is titled "Inca Mummy Girl." Yep. Uh, <laughs> no need to make prediction on this. We got yeah, a mummy. It's, it's a mummy. All right, I got uh, I got a question. What do you think? We got a mummy. She's going to come to life. What do you think the mummy wants? Uh, a young body. Mm. Is that how mummy She wants work? to take over. I don't know. We need a uh, Willow episode. I feel like let's do it. Yeah, she's going to kidnap Willow because yeah. Willow has some kind of knowledge or she's got some kind of pendant or something. Oh, my God. The episode opens with Willow like studying ancient like Egyptian. Oh, you know stuff. that's what's going to happen. You know that's what's going to happen, dude. Oh, man. You know that's what, if it doesn't happen, I'm going to be so disappointed. Um, so, yeah, that's the episode for School Hard. Uh, great introduction. Great great introduction to Spike. Great episode. Um, Spike has a great last more Spike. line. Spike's just got a great last line of this episode, too. Let's go see what's on TV. Yeah. Yeah, he's fantastic. Yeah, it sucks that we might not see him next episode. Well, he also killed all of the previous vampires, so he's doing like a whole gang reset. Well, he didn't kill too. everybody. He didn't even kill the one guy he walked away from. That guy's just lying on the ground. Really? I thought that guy was dead. No, if you if a vampire dies, they disappear. No, that is true. Um. Anyway, so yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Follow us on uh, Instagram at Boys Watching Buffy. Email in Boys Watching Buffy at gmail.com. And stay tuned for our next episode when we talk about Inca Mummy Girl. You were my sire, man. You were my. Yoda!